See you. First of all, it's good to be back at the house of the Lord tonight. And I want to take the opportunity to uh, thank church for allowing us to come this way once again. Uh, Tom, Mom, and uh, Brooke on the way up here. You know, I think this sec maybe the second time I've been up here. I, I, I can't, can't remember off the top of my head. And I, I know I got called to preach back in 2010, just really had not had an opportunity to get up here a lot, it seems like. And, uh, Actually, a little funny story I'll share and everything a bit. Uh, last time I was up here, I guess the only time I was up here, Brother Moran had forgot to call and tell me. And I was actually uh, looking through Facebook one day. We just got out of the service. seemed like I'd been preaching someplace. And I'd been out checking on cattle, stopped by mom's. So I went, I'm going to stop by and eat some dinner. And just eating dinner and looking through Facebook. And there it was, Brother Eric Davis going to be at Fairview Memorial tonight at 6. And I'm like... Uh, this is the first I heard of this. <laughs> so Facebook ain't always bad, I guess. So uh, I, I'm thankful for that, but we, we sincerely do appreciate another opportunity that's been granted to us to come this way, and uh, thank you for coming out this way tonight. You know, there's uh, definitely a lot of things you can be doing tonight, and tonight I want to encourage you. If you're out there, you know the Lord and the free pardon of sin. If you've been led to unite with this church, or any other church body, this is the most important thing you can be doing today. This is the most important job that you will have here upon this earth. And I would encourage you tonight to listen to that still small voice. You know, we don't know no way to conduct a service. The Bible, it tells us, in order for us to worship the Lord, we have to worship Him, number one, in spirit. I mean, you have to be born again. You have to have that time and place of salvation. You know, there's a lot of people gathered tonight that uh, uh, they, they think they know the Lord, they just know of Him, and, and they think that that's going to get them to heaven. But friends, I want you to understand tonight, and I don't know nobody's heart, nobody's condition out there tonight, but if you're out there and you're lost and separated from the Lord, before you can be of any use to Him, you, you have to be saved by Him. And, and tonight I would encourage you, if you have not been saved, if you don't know our Lord to seek Him while He may be found. This altar, it's open to you. You have an invitation to come to it if you need to. Lord, He'll save you wherever you meet His conditions of a broken heart and a contrite spirit, and you turn it over to Him. And number two, the Scriptures tells us we have to worship our Lord in truth. And according to the Scriptures, we know that once we have been saved, that His Spirit dwells uh, 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 within us, and it... Uh, uh, his Spirit will lead us, and uh, 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 His Spirit will also only lead us, though, through the truth. And tonight, I would encourage you, if the Lord places something upon you to do, to do it tonight. You know, even though uh, I know I'm a visiting preacher up here, but uh, just because uh, uh, the Lord placed a message on me doesn't mean it might be the big thing tonight. And uh, I, I just hope uh, and pray that we all came together tonight uh, with a sincere desire to serve the Lord, and that we came with our grounds prepared tonight. And uh, you might be thinking, well, preacher, what do you mean having your grounds prepared? And I know Mom Brooks heard me say this before, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, Christ, He tells us of a parable uh, of a seed sower. And uh, he, he tells us uh, about how this seed sower went out and he uh, cast his seed forth. And uh, it, it, it tells us how some of it fell uh, uh, sort of over to the wayside, if you will, and some of it fell upon this old hard rocky ground, and some of it uh, 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 settled in there that the weeds came up and overtook it, but yet some fell upon good ground. And, and church, I want us to understand, for this word to do any good, 
for this word to do us any good, we have to have our grounds prepared. We have to have our heart in the right condition for this word to set in. Uh, and just as uh, uh, Paul said that he had planned to polish his water, but it was God that giveth the increase, you know, it, it starts with us having that ground right for that seed to uh, 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 take place. And sooner or later, hopefully, there'll be an Apollos someplace that will come by and will sprinkle just a little water on it. And, and eventually, God will give that increase. Uh, so I would encourage each and every one of us not to uh, 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 just be mindful to the Lord. Uh, I've got just simple thought upon me. I will ask to be a word on anybody's heart or anything before we get started tonight. And uh, if you need to stop me for any reason, by all means, go ahead. But uh, you know, I sort of uh, out a little bit yesterday. And uh, yes, brother Casey, I sort of wrestling with the Lord a little bit. Uh, we was out trying to get some hay cut at a few different places, and. Uh, Try and study, meditate, and get a thought on me. The Lord uh, actually led me right back to a message I actually preached on radio. I guess last time I was on radio. Well, Lord, I mean, I, I, I just preached that. Why, why do I need to preach it again? And, and you know Satan, he's good at that. But you know, all we can do is just be mindful to the Lord and uh, follow His leadership. So if you have your Bibles, you want to read along with us, we're going to be reading from the book of Psalms uh, for just a few moments of time tonight. And we're going to be reading from the 42nd Psalm. I'm going to get my eyeballs on here. And we might be skipping around just a little bit. <clears throat> but the psalmist is speaking here, starting with the first verse. He says, As a heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God. For the living God, when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude, and I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise with the multitude that kept holy day. And I'm going to stop right there with the reading for right now. And uh, you know, as we get into this message this, uh, uh, this evening, uh, 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 I want to talk about us uh, as God's children being thirsty. And you might think, well, preacher, why, uh, uh, what, what are you talking about when you're talking about being thirsty? Well, uh, uh, you know, church, uh, 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 all of us uh, 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 in this old fleshly body, we know what it's like to have a physical thirst, don't we? Uh, 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 we know what it's like, especially this old hot weather and everything. These old fleshly bodies, they uh, 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 have a need, don't they? They have a need uh, 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 for something that's going to quench that thirst that's within us. And uh, th that's a desire that we have and uh, uh, a need that we uh, do everything that we can to try to meet, whether or not it's a... Uh, 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 water here, or whatever it might be, whatever's going to quench that thirst and satisfy us, that is what we go after, isn't it? Uh, uh, but church, I want us to talk a little bit tonight uh, uh, with the Lord's help about a different type of thirst that us as God's children should have. He you know, as the psalmist was uh, telling us here, you see, he had a different type of thirst about him. 
He had a different type of thirst, a desire that he had that needed to be met, and that was a thirst for his God. And church, I want us to ask ourselves tonight, are we truly thirsty for our God? You know, as we get into this message tonight, I want us to thank uh, 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 for just a moment of time. Uh, I know just as Brother Casey said, and just as I said, you know, church, uh, 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 there's a whole multitude of people uh, uh, that's been saved by the Lord's grace that could be here tonight. Uh, there's a whole uh, 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 world that's out there, though, that's drawn them away from this church body, isn't there? And church, I want us to understand uh, the way that our churches are getting sometimes. Uh, and the Bible, it plainly tells us that in the latter days, we're going to see this great falling away. The Scriptures, it tells us that the love of many of us are going to wax cold. And church, I want us to understand we are not as thirsty for our God as we need to be. You know, you ever think about that? You know, you go to a doctor a lot of times and uh, uh, they talk about basic elements uh, for life, don't they? You've got to have air, you've got to be able to breathe. Uh, uh, you've got to have food to be able to sustain your body. And uh, 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 you, you've got to have water to be able to sustain life also. But church, you know, we look at all those needs that we have, but how often do we look and you say, you know what, we need our God above all things. And church, I want us to understand tonight there is a big difference, I believe, uh, between just being saved by the Lord's grace and uh, uh, knowing that you're going to go to heaven. And friend, I want you to understand tonight, if you have been saved by the Lord's grace, if you have that time and place that you know that He spoke peace to your soul, uh, uh, sure as I'm standing here today, as sure as this uh, holy word of our God promises, you will have a home in heaven someday. But friend, it should not end right there. You see, we should have a thirst to have fellowship with our Lord. Church, we talk about it a lot of times. We say, you know what? Uh, uh, we, we like it when the uh, uh, Lord passes by His house and blesses us a little bit, don't we? We love that, don't we? Church, that should be not only a desire of us, but that should be a need of ours. That, be, that should be something that we put above all things as a child of God. We came to the Lord's house tonight, didn't we? Why, uh, uh, I ask the question a lot of times uh, 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 when uh, uh, I go and preach at our church. Uh, what are you doing here tonight? Did you come just to fill a pew? Did you come just to hear a visit preacher? Or did you come to do the work which the Lord had, has uh, given you to do because you have an honest thirst for Him? You see, David, he speaks uh, uh, on, over in the book of Psalms. It tells us over there, familiar reading all of us, uh, 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 about a time that uh, he had lost the joy of his salvation, didn't he? Oh, uh, he, he cried out to the Lord, the Scriptures tells us, Lord, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Now see, a lot of people might say, well, he, he was praying to be saved again. He never lost his salvation. He lost the joy of it. Have you lost the joy of your salvation, church? Church, have you got cold upon our Lord? 
Church, I want you to understand tonight uh, uh, that it is not a time for us as God's children to be growing cold upon our Lord. Uh, we can look around us right now. The scriptures, it tells us that Satan, he's out there as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And church, I want you to understand tonight, you might sit there and say, well, you know, he's talking about a lost soul that he might be able to gobble up there. But church, I want you to understand if Satan can get you to the point where you have lost that thirst, you have lost that desire uh, to serve your Lord, you have lost that desire to be pleasing unto your Lord, I want you to understand he's devoured you right up right there. He's got you exactly where he wants you. You know, he cannot get your soul uh, the moment that has been saved, but he can sure kill your influence. He can sure uh, uh, kill the uh, uh, job that the Lord has given you to do here. And church, I want you to understand, he turned you and read over in Paul's writings to the church of Corinth over there, and he tells us right there, you know, the moment that the Lord saves your soul, he leads you to unite with his church body. Uh, you're placed here with a job, with a purpose to do. The scriptures tells us he's placed there one of us as has been pleased unto him. And church, I want you to understand, you should have a thirst when you come uh, to the house of your Lord to uh, do that job which the Lord has given you to do. You should have a thirst to want to fill His Spirit amongst us. You should have that thirst to want to fill Him on a daily walk with your life. Church, are we that thirsty anymore? I tell you, as a, child of the, as a child of God, I'm going to tell you, there's times uh, I've gotten away from the Lord. I'll tell you, Brother Casey, I think he can tell you right now, especially if, you're a, if you've been called to preach, I'm going to tell you, Satan, he's going to do everything he can to get you there. That psalmist there, he had a desire. He even asked a question there, didn't he, Brother Casey? Let's turn back over there. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to misquote that. But he even asked a question there, didn't he? <clears throat> when shall I come and appear before God? Church, you ever thought about that? When is it that we're going to come and appear before God? Y'all, I'm not talking about when are we going to leave this old fleshly body and appear before our God. But when is it that we're going to feel His Spirit again? I'm going to tell you, church, you can read over. Over in the Old Testament, you can read about the nation of Israel over there. The very moment that uh, 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 Moses led them out of captivity, uh, as God had instructed them, I tell you, they was praising the Lord, weren't they? He's providing for them. They, he was doing all these things, but it wasn't no time till they turned their back on him, didn't they? Church, did we ever do that? Things are going good for us. We feel the Spirit of the Lord. The Lord is blessing us. We just turn our back, don't we? I tell you what, things start going bad. We start getting thirsty for Him again, don't we? We realize then that we need Him above all things. We realize just as the book of Acts tells us that it's in Him that we live and move and have our being. We depend upon Him for everything. Then we start getting thirsty again, don't we? We realize that we have a need here that we need above all things. Church, I'm going to tell you, if you had been saved by the Lord's grace, you was thirsty for Him one time. 
And if there's any uh, here here tonight that don't know the Lord and the free pardon of sin, I want you to understand you're going to have to be thirsty for Him above all things. You read, uh, 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 I believe it's on the book of John over there uh, about a woman uh, uh, that came to the well and uh, 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 Christ, He made a statement to her. He, if you knew who it was that she was talking to, you would ask me for a drink because I, <coughs> I will give you of water from which you will never thirst again. You know, He provides that need for us, doesn't He? The moment He saved my soul as a 17-year-old boy over there at New Salem Missionary Baptist, you know, I have never thirsted for a Savior again. I have never felt that trouble and that conviction of being lost and separated from my Lord ever again. He, he fills you up. Oh, there's a spring of everlasting water that boils up within us. But you know what can happen to us? We make ourselves thirsty, can't we? Church, you remember what it was like when the Lord first saved you? How clean you felt? Uh, just how pure you felt? Uh, 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 just the overall feeling of cleanness? What happens? Well, you know, you turn over the uh, in the Scriptures and uh, it's very familiar reading to all of us. Uh, 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 Christ Himself again once uh, 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 even tells us we can't serve two masters because we're going to love the one and despise the other. Church, I'm going to tell you, if you don't want to be thirsty in the Lord, you won't serve this old world out here. It's going to drag you as far away from Him as, you, as it possibly can. It's one of them devices that Satan has set up for us, isn't it? One of them snares. You know, Brother Casey, I was thinking about that the other day, uh, and I'm just as guilty of it as anybody out there. Uh, uh, I mean, watching Looney Tunes cartoons back when I was a little boy, and you'd see them. They go out, and set this big old bear trap up or something, and uh, somebody come by, they put their foot in it. Has any of us ever done that? Satan sets this big snare out for us. We know it's going to get us away from God, don't we? And what we do, we go right ahead and just stomp our own foot in it, don't we? Knowing there's a price to be paid for it. Then we get to where we don't feel our Lord anymore. Church, we need to have a genuine thirst for our Lord. Where does that begin, preacher? It begins right here. It begins with me. See, my wife, my little son walking out there, it's my responsibility as a head of my household to make sure they're in this church. It's my responsibility to make sure they hear this word. It's my responsibility to make sure, as the Bible tells us, that I, my children are trained up in the way in which they should go. You might say, well, preacher, you know what? It, it sounds to me like you're getting off topic. No, you know what? As a husband and as a father, I should thirst for that because that's what the Bible tells me to do. As a church member, you should thirst, as the Bible tells us, to fail not in the assembling amongst yourselves. You should have a thirst to be at the house of the Lord. You should have a thirst to speak with your Lord daily. You can turn over the, I believe in the book of Thessalonians over there, and it tells us to pray without ceasing. You know, that means to pray uh, uh, just uh, 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 pretty much throughout the day. We should have a thirst to talk with our Lord that much. We should have a thirst about us 
uh, as the Bible tells us, uh, especially us preachers, to be instant in season and out of season, uh, uh, to be reliable when it comes to this word of our God. You know, Paul, uh, uh, he told Timothy over there, uh, uh, over in some of his writings, uh, that physical exercise is going to profit a little, but exercise more unto godliness. Church, I'm going to tell you, we should have a thirst as, a, as members of, a, of the church here, or, members over, or myself, a member over at Oak Forest number one, I should have a thirst for this word right here. I should have a thirst to want to get in this word every day to be able to keep myself spiritually fit when it comes to the Lord. You know what happens when God's children don't thirst for Him? We don't feel His Spirit, do we? You ever thought about that church? Our God is all known. He's omnipotent. He created everything. Uh, everything you see around you is His. He created this world according to the Scriptures here. He created the galaxies and all things. Our God is so great. He did all them things. But you know, our God will not be where He is not wanted. You ever thought about that? Lord, He saved you so. You're bound for heaven, but I tell you what, if you don't want Him in your life, He ain't going to be there. He will not be there. He will let you go through this life. And I believe, uh, 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 just as was with Jonah, when Jonah got so far out from the Lord and not doing what the Lord told him to do, he had to bring him down, didn't he? I tell you, our Lord will do that for us, won't He? You see, He will make us have a thirst for Him. We have been bought with a price according to the Scriptures. That price is a... Uh, blood of His Son, Jesus, that was applied to your sin-sick soul the moment that it was saved. And church, I want you to understand that's a very high price and we don't belong to ourselves anymore. Church, we need to have a genuine thirst for our Lord. We look around us this day and age we see the shape our country's getting in. We see the shape our homes are getting in. We see the shape our churches are getting in. Well, what's the problem? It's not God that's failing. Very familiar reading, especially it seems like since this COVID has hit. In the book of Second Chronicles, he says, If my people who call me God shall turn from their wicked ways and cry out, I shall hear from upon heaven and heal their lands. Church, have you ever really thought about that? If my people, he didn't say this nation, he didn't say that person, he didn't say the whole world, but he said, if my people. If God's people had the thirst for our Lord to fill Him, what could it accomplish, church? What could it accomplish? It can accomplish a lot. You want to see the Lord at work in His house again? Church, get thirsty for Him. You want to see the Lord uh, at work in your homes again? Th get thirsty for Him. You want to see these lost souls amongst us uh, uh, come under conviction and uh, uh, come running up this altar and get saved? Church, I'm going to tell you, we cannot save their soul. But I tell you what, I believe we can get ourselves in such a shape 
that we need to do some work on ourselves before the Lord will meet with us and before His Spirit can be made manifest amongst us. We need to be thirsty for Him. Brother, I feel like we're about done here. I've been a little short. You want me getting you another song? We'll be winding down here in just a minute, I think. Church, I have a desire to stay thirsty for my Lord. To be able to feel my Lord. I remember back when I was uh, growing up, <clears throat> some of the old church services we would go to back then, I, I tell you, the Lord was at work then. His people came together and, and they had a thirst to serve the Lord that night during them revivals. They had a thirst anytime them church doors was open to be there. God's children was thirsty then. They had a sincere desire <clears throat> to be in the presence of the Lord. Just as the psalmist asked a question there, when will I be appear before the Lord? Church, we should, we should have that desire amongst us to appear before our Lord, to be so close to Him that we can feel Him on a daily walk. Church, we don't need to let this world get the better of us. We need to have that desire and that thirst to serve our Lord above all things. Amen. This has been our message tonight. I say I know I've been a little short. That's been thought that the Lord placed upon me. Church, I would encourage you once again, if the Lord places something upon you, do it tonight. Do it. Let's get thirsty for the Lord. Let's get thirsty for Him. You know, I told him over at Oak Forest number one, a couple weeks ago, our revival ended. There ain't no reason for us to uh, uh, just, uh, if you will, say revival's over and we're going to go back to uh, just our old routine. Church, we need to stay thirsty year-round. We need to stay thirsty year-round. Brother, we're going to turn it over to you at this time. Two thirty-seven. Two thirty-seven. 